You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Glad to have you with us for a hump day edition of the Martin Houston Show. We are live and local on your home for Alabama sports. Hey, don't forget to tell your family and friends about Facebook Live. If they want to watch the video, interact there. You're able to interact not just with me, but also interact with other viewers and listeners on the Facebook page there. So go out to uh, Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Also, give us a like, give us a tweet, give us a follow on the at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Follow at Tide109 on Twitter as well. It is a great like, great follow, great share, and keep you in the loop. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business, so you can give us a call at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. Taco Casa hotline is open for business. We have Deal No Deal th- this morning. We'll also uh, wrap up the show like we do each and every Wednesday with Scotty Hollins of Blueprint Ministries presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. And in between that, we'll be talking about key matchups, Waddle's replacement. Uh, look at what do we know about Slade Bolden? Is Slade Bolden the, the shoe-in, the lock-in? Or will Javon Baker uh, or one of the other guys make a move to become that replacement, or will it be a combination of the two? We'll also look at keys to victory time permitting, how Alabama uh, is going to slow down the air raid. Will they use the defense to slow it down, or will they use the offense to slow it down? Either way, it works. And then, of course, you're always welcome to get your score in for this week's game, and the tiebreaker is Slade Bolden. Let's go ahead and uh, kick off Deal No Deal. So I toss it over the glass to you, Joe. And, hey, listen, if you're a caller or a listener, you want to be a part of Deal No Deal, then just give us a call once again on the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great today, Martin. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Excellent. Well, I have five questions on deal or no deal. A lot of them are centered around the Alabama defense, so we'll kick it off with this. Mississippi State averages 357 yards per game, which is good uh, passing, yards per game passing, excuse me, which is good enough for second in the SEC right behind Alabama. Deal or no deal, Alabama's defense holds the Bulldogs this week to under 325 yards passing, just short of their average. Uh, uh, first of all, that uh, that 325 compared to I think Alabama's 350 something or somewhere in that range, maybe even higher than that. I read it this morning, but don't remember the exact amount. Uh, but they're leading the SEC, but their passing yards actually have power. Uh, and what I mean by that is some of Mississippi State's passing yards can be a little deceptive. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, deal that this Alabama defense does respond 
Joe in a way to hold that back. But I, I think it'll be a combination of Alabama's defensive play as well as Alabama's offensive uh, dominance in the game. Uh, we're going to force them to throw the ball a lot because they're going to be playing from behind. Um, now, they may hit their average. I, I'll just stop right there. That deal, Alabama's defense holds Mississippi State under 325, uh, keeping them below their uh, current season average. I like that. I like that that answer as well. Let's kick it across the state real quick uh, and, and talk about Auburn. Martin, deal or no deal, Auburn is a few lucky calls or a few fortunate calls, excuse me, away from actually being 0-5 this season. Um, yes, I mean, I, I could easily see that Kentucky game, first of all, turning uh, Joe on that play at the end of the first half. Uh, instead, I know Auburn says, well, we also lost the um, – they also called a touchdown back uh, on the interception, uh, on on the turnover. But the reality of it is there never should have been a turnover. They should have been kicking an extra point uh, right before half. And if that happens, then it's a totally different feel. Think about, think about Joe, um, even though we were trailing – how big was the kick right before half from a momentum swing? Oh, massive for the tide. Ma- huge. You know, and, 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 and they went, we went into the locker room, even as fans. Think about that. Even as fans, did you not feel better when we made that kick? Oh, yeah, so, I definitely felt better. And, 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 and even though we were losing, it was a confidence booster. Right. And, and you knew that if it came down to a close kick, hey, we can get this in. We, I mean, we got a guy that can get it now, you know, and that that conf- confidence is such a weird thing. Um, we say momentum and all of that, but momentum translates to the word confidence. And that confidence was exuding from us because of that one play. Well, Auburn would have been down at halftime and Kentucky, I think, would have went into the locker room. Hey, guys, we can do this. What do we need to do to finish this thing? And so that that that's huge and then of course we know the lateral i mean it was obviously a lateral they just missed it um now i can't say for 100% that they would have recovered it but they had more guys around it than auburn did uh in terms and they were actually going to recover it till the official blew the whistle the auburn running back was not going to recover the ball he was just standing there and then of course we know last week oh miss would have been up by a touchdown uh, they would have had another seven points on the board uh, with with that play call. So yes, I, I I say deal. Auburn is literally two to three plays from being either one and four or zero oh and five. Do you think the Alabama Credit Union can help Lane Kiffin get his uh what is it two and a half million pennies to for to pay his fine? <laughs> yeah, Alabama won. <laughs> I don't know if we have that many pennies. Supposedly there's a coin shortage. Uh, Hitting around, uh, <laughs> hitting around the country. When you go to some of these places, they tell you that uh, there's a coin shortage. So I'm not sure if we could help or not. But uh, if Lane Kiffin want to come to Alabama One Credit Union, we'll be glad to uh, uh, serve him like we do all our other members. <laughs> that is. Did you see the video of of the guy who paid the DMV? Uh, with all, pennies. Yeah, all pennies, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you hear the did you hear the backstory that he paid I think he paid two thousand dollars to pay the three thousand dollar fine. In other words, by the time he paid the people the barrel, the wheelbarrow and all of that stuff, it cost him a couple grand just to pay his three thousand dollar uh fine. But he said it was well worth it and he'd do it every time. <laughs> just send that message you got to. Well, I wanted to work in a, a, a plug for Alabama One Credit Union right there. <laughs> but all right, we'll get back to the deal or no no deal with the Alabama defense. Alabama is second to last in the SEC, Martin, with only seven sacks this season. Deal or no deal with with Mississippi State passing uh, so often and so so regularly, uh, the Crimson Tide will have more than three sacks this weekend. It, it it'll be. Um... First of all, that number has to go up, period. Uh, You know, and I know that Saban 
always tells us um, that it's not about sacking the quarterback. And I get that, and it's really not uh, about just sacking the quarterback. But we're not getting a lot of pressure either. Uh, I'm sorry. Actually, we're getting a lot of pressure. We're just not containing the quarterback. Think back through, Joe, over the past three or four games, how many times we saw Mond, how many times we saw ben, uh, Stetson Bennett, and how many times we saw Cor- Corral uh, and even uh, JQ uh, uh, get outside of the pocket. Because, but they got outside the pocket because we pushed it and pr- pushed them and, and forced them out, and we had no outside contain. Or we had it. I don't know. Let me see. I know your question was about sack, Joe. But can we not tackle a moving quarterback? Ooh, it's how many difficult. times? How many times have you seen us go to the ground one step too soon on these quarterbacks that's rolling out and scrambling? It's like we're in perfect position, and then for some reason we leave our feet, and the guy just roll continues to run around us. So diving. Uh, go ahead. Ankles. I was going to let you. I'll let you respond to that. Oh well, yeah, just diving at diving at quarterbacks' ankles all the time, coming around the edge, and uh, and I know that it's the de- the defensive end or outside linebacker selling out to try to get that sack, but uh, if they just kind of take a little bit better angle, uh, it's like take one more step or change your angle. Yeah, protect their outside a little bit more. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's so so it's kind of funny to watch. It's like we're diving at their feet. But anyway, I would say deal. We're gonna get more than th- I mean, we're gonna get at least three sacks. Uh, just pure percentage numbers. Uh, this one game, if they pass the ball the way they have, will be the equivalent as far as the number of times and attempts we get to pass rush. The, the question I only question I have or concern I have. Uh, Joe, is whether or not we have enough D linemen, enough outside pass rushers to create pass rush for four quarters. Okay. It's 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 different when you're having to run and chase a quarterback, you know, 45 to 50 times versus 20 to 25 times. And so our depth will be tested on the D line in terms of the pass rush. And uh, if we have enough guys that we can rotate in, I will say we'll get somewhere in that neighborhood of four to five sacks or more and and make our numbers look a little bit better. So I'll take that deal uh, going into the game that we will get at least three uh, sacks. Hey, let's go ahead and get the break here in the first quarter. Come back to the second quarter. We'll get those uh, next two and we'll, we'll, we'll kick the opening quarter off by letting Pat ask his question, and then we'll finish up the deal, no deal. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share, and go out and tell your family and friends. And don't forget, if you're looking for a great option for lunch and or dinner, it's Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. Quality, quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we have wet roadways this morning, so please slow down to be careful, and more rain is on the way. Right now, traffic is light, but if you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Towns of Nissan is blowing away the competition with fantastic selections, savings, and top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Cloudy with periods of rain today. The high for this afternoon around 77. Tonight becoming windy with widespread rain below at 71. Tomorrow becoming partially sunny, the high 73. And a beautiful day on Friday. The sky sunny, the high at 70. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook.
You're back in with the Martin Houston Show. Don't forget about the Bridge Builders Virtual Conference 2020 Virtual Bridge Builders Conference. It's a free conference for you dealing with creating lasting change. Our target audience is a faith-based community, education, community leaders, nonprofits, but any and everyone is welcome to join in. Going to have some great speakers. We'll have uh, some conversation around from the bottom of the pool, a book by Andy Andrews, where it talks about taking your traditional approach to things and finding a new way to do them. We'll also have some millennial Gen Zer conversation. If you're looking for a great way to spend a part of your day and grow and mature as a leader and as a community leader uh, and part of your business, then go to alabama1.org slash bridge builders. That's alabama1.org slash bridge builders. It's a free uh, virtual conference and it is worth the investment. That's going to be on next Thursday, November 5th. Uh, we'll kick things off at 830. Uh, and so we look forward to you joining us there. Alabama1.org slash bridge builders. All right, Joe, uh, let's go ahead and bring in. Um, let's bring in Pat for uh, his quick question. And then we'll get those final two deal. No deal question. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? Yeah. Good morning. Deal or no deal, are you believing the press about the fact that it's a shipwreck in uh, Mississippi State? Yeah, Mississippi State always plays us very, very hard, uh, regardless of what's done going or who's coaching over there. Well, I, I think this would be the year that, that that will not be the case, Pat. I actually, when I was doing some of my pre-show uh, notes, uh, I, I, I flashed back to – some of those great Mississippi State Alabama matchups, and I mean, you can go all the way back to they ended Alabama's, you know, uh, Coach Bryant's oh, yeah. twenty-eight game win streak. Eighty, I remember uh, it. Nineteen eighty, well. Yep, and so, okay. and then um, during our twenty-eight game win streak, the two closest games we came to losing was Mississippi State here at home um, in La Monroe, and. and uh, and, and, I mean, not long, and, I mean uh, Tech, Louisiana Tech, right? No, 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 no. Our closest game was Mississippi State. Mississippi State had the ball at the one yard line, and they jumped off sides. Uh, oh, I was taken, there too. I saw the, that one too. That's right. Yeah, and they they would have taken the lead, and then the next play they threw an interception, and then the next year when we won the national championship, we were over there and we were up by three scores. Uh, and they in at halftime, and they came, you know, barreling back, took the lead, and of course, Antonio Langham, um, uh, along with other guys, made plays. But Antonio Langham blocked a punt, and uh, and George Teague had a big interception, and Jay Barker had the big fourth down to completion to to Prince Wembley, just for us to stay undefeated and, and keep our national championship. And, and here's the thing: what was the common thing about those teams, Pat, where they were all physical. They were all physical. There, there, there's, there's two teams that when I played against those two teams in my career, I knew I had played college football. That was Penn State and Mississippi State. No matter how wow. much better and how much more talented we were than Mississippi State, at the end of their game, Four years counting, it was always the team that during the game, when the game was over, I physically felt like that I had been in a battle uh, physically. And, and you could ask a lot of guys that. The only other team that came close to making me feel that way was the La Tech team that had like eight guys that went in the NFL draft on that defense and three three linebackers, so that was probably my overall most physical game. But anyway, yeah, uh, I don't think that'll be the case. Only. I don't think that'll be the yeah. case Saturday, Pat, because of uh, it's just a different style. Uh, the, the style that they play is more of a jab type of style, and it won't knock you out. It's not a physical thing. And I think Alabama is more talented than them in the skill positions offensively and defensively. So Alabama should be able to take care of business without much 
uh, much so problem. That being, so with that being said, how about 52 to uh, 14? And uh, are we going to go slave both of total yards? Yeah. And, uh, kick returns and, and uh, receiving? No, 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 just his receiving yards. Okay. Slave boat is receiving yards. He's going to go raise it, raise the bar. He's going to go 156. All right. All right. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate that, Have man. a blessed Have day. Cool. Thank y'all, Martin. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, Joe, I kick it back over to you for those last two deal no deal questions. All right, let's see what else we got here on the deal or no deal. Let's uh, add, let's talk about turnovers for a second. Alabama only forced one turnover last week. And with the amount of times that Mississippi State's going to put the ball in the air, deal or no deal, the Tide comes away with two or more turnovers this week. Well, hey, Joe, you know, we, we had – Northridge had the unique privilege of being off for almost three weeks in the middle of a season. Uh, and so we were going into the McAdoo game. And McAdoo throws the ball like – A lot. Um, a lot. They throw it just like at the high school level. It's kind of the air raid version of Mississippi State. And we went into that game and said, if we can catch four, if we can catch four of their passes, then we have a chance. Uh, and and of course, that's the way the ball fell. We ended up with six turnovers, five interceptions. Uh, My and reporter so I who went out say, there said that y'all could have had a, the reporter who went out there for us told me that y'all could have had eleven that night. <laughs> that's that's true. We did drop. We did drop several uh, interceptions. We had one young man, TJ Banks, who's a freshman, true freshman that plays corner, had a ninety-six yard run return pick six, Joe, and then he turned right back around uh, two plays later. And you know, it, it it's that when when they throw the out route and the, the cornerback jumps it. It, 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 that, that, that's when it's going to happen. And so uh, that, that it looked like that was going to happen. And he, of course, did not. He dropped the ball, but we had several of those. But I'm going to say, yes, deal Alabama gets more than um, more than two, actually more than two turnovers. Well, I sure hope we yeah. do. The amount of times that they throw the ball, we should be getting some sacks and some turnovers just basically off off the mathematical, <laughs> off the percentages there. Uh, the last one I've got is a recruiting question. Uh, might be something we talk about with Hank South tomorrow. But last night, the number one junior in the state of Alabama, Jeremiah Alexander, defensive end from Thompson High School, announced his decommitment from the Crimson Tide just before the uh, high school playoffs. Deal or no deal, this is a big deal for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, it, that was an interesting, confusing, why did he make that decision type of, uh, of moment for me personally? Because his reason, Joe, was um, that he wanted to focus on winning a ring with his brothers. And I thought, well, this will actually make it harder because now everybody's going to start by recruiting you just as hard and heavy as they were before, where some schools have said, hey, man, he's committed to Alabama. There's no reason for us to bother. So his reason didn't make as much sense to me, number one. And, and then he tried to throw in there, hey, there's no love lost for my Alabama Crimson Tide. That's like telling somebody, hey, listen, we just want to be friends. You know what I'm saying? To to the one that says that. That or telling your girlfriend, I, 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 we just need a break. I still love you, but I need a break. Right, right. And, and, and to, to the one who makes that statement, they can feel confident in that. But to, to the girlfriend uh, that, that got that message – it makes you have to make you wonder, whoa, whoa, what's going on here, right? You know, did did something change on my part? Is there someone else in the picture? Is there so, so it, it changes things a little bit? Uh, but to me, most importantly, is from your your kind of your standpoint, will it ultimately impact Alabama um and where they end up? Maybe, maybe not. But to lose the number one player uh at this point in this season in this way. It, it has to have a little bit of a negative impact, Joe, in terms of just just the recruiting news. 
it, it, it's never good for you to lose any recruit. It's never good for you to lose when you only have a couple recruits. And it's never good when you lose the best player in your state, this top-ranked player in your state, when he decommits. Because, you know, it, what would you say, Joe, if you were, you know, Will Muschamp and uh, Kirby Smart and all of that in the other recruits' rooms? Hey, what's going on in Alabama that Alexander decided, hey, I told you there may be some stuff going on there. Uh, you know, Nick Saban may not. He got – he may. you know, you see what I'm saying? Of it course. gives you the ability to start putting questions in the guys' minds. Of course it does. And, and just like you said earlier, if, if I'm Will Muschamp or, or Malzahn or in, anybody who's trying to uh, – who's trying to, to – secure this guy's commitment as soon as he announces that decommitment i'm sending three or four coaches to hey call him up see what's up you know it'd be creating a bigger distraction absolutely i'm I'm on top of call. that's why i was saying his reason didn't make sense to me because to me it creates more distractions now because i'm calling him if i if i got that news if i'm georgia or south carolina or auburn I'm calling them yesterday, you know, uh, to, to get back in there. So, all right. Hey, that wraps up Deal No Deal. Let's quickly get to Ellis before we go to break here. Ellis, you in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind? Good morning, Martin. Good morning. Uh, still aggravating the uh, the UT fans. Yeah. Well, hey, you got another 300-plus days to get that job done, man. Yeah, I'll keep it up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, just, uh, again, uh, so you don't think that, uh, Mississippi State, uh, team is like, uh, any, like they used to be, you know, where they, I, like I, y'all was talking about, always give us a hard time. I think physically, I think defensively they're that's actually one of the things I had as a key matchup. They're the, they're the top. You know, when it comes to pass defense, they're one of the they're the D top defense in the SEC. So uh, from a from that standpoint, it could be an interesting matchup. But we're so good offensively that I think we'll we'll. I mean, we just put up forty one uh, on top of the uh, number one defense in the country. Uh, so when it comes to um, what Mississippi State's able to do from a pass standpoint, I, I don't think that that's going to matter. And then I think we're going to be able to run the ball. And once we start doing that, it's, it's really based on how we decide to play them defensively. If we come out here and we're all man, uh, I think Mississippi State could have some success. I just hope that we're smart enough to see that if a, a, a talent – lacking Arkansas team and some of these other teams can have the success and Kentucky's a talented defense, but they're not talented as Alabama can get six turnovers by doing the same thing. They've scored 10 points a game, Ellis, the last three games, 10 mm. and we're favored by 30. <laughs> so, so if this game is closed, then I'm going to, uh, be wondering, uh, Curtis Lewis says in Sark we believe, but on Golden we bleed. Yeah, if this game is close, then I'm gonna have. I, I, I mean, you're gonna have to start questioning this coaching staff and their ability to adjust to what needs to be adjusted to. And to me, they've adjusted uh, and have played better. You know, each game the defense has got better, so. I think the more they play, the better they're going to get. You well, know, in, in well, my well, book. In this game, Ellis, though, it's not just that we play better, okay? In the matchup, this team does a much better job when um, they play against a team that plays man coverage. LSU and Alabama – both have more talent defensively than most of the teams in the SEC. Okay? Yes, sir. So they play so they play a lot of man, bump and run. Uh well, when your routes, when you send out five guys out into the the route, what they call the route tree, 
And and one of his favorite plays, you watch it Saturday, is what they call mesh. And it's where he crosses the uh, receivers right behind the line of scrimmage, okay? And they run the route close enough, like they run the other guys off, and then these two guys, and they can run it from, you know, the two inside receivers, the outside receiver, and an inside receiver. But the key is – that they run so close when they practice it that they not that, that they can slap each other they can give each other high I mean a five as they pass by okay uh-huh. so if you're playing man and these two guys are crossing like that and they're close enough to slap five what do you think their goal is to make one of those uh, defenders have to take a pause step a hesitation step a avoidance step or something, and then that guy pops open on the other side. That's their whole goal, and that's why man is difficult against the air raid is because he's running all these receivers and you're having to stay close and he's trying to bump them off, but they don't, they're really pick plays, but they don't look like it because the guys run them so many times and run them so often that it looks like a natural route. Well, in zone, all of that action doesn't matter. You just play your zone. You watch the quarterback. You wait till the receiver crosses into your zone. And when the quarterback gets ready to lock on, he you can tell when he's getting ready to release the ball. And then you break on it. And that's why Kentucky and some of these teams have so many interceptions. Thank all you. right. Go ahead, Ellis. Always learn, right, I always you. learn something new every time I listen to shows, listen to your show. You know, always learn something new. But uh, my score prediction is going to be fifty-two to seventeen. Fifty-two seventeen. How many yards for uh, Slate Bolden? One thirty-five. All right, all right. Well, appreciate that, Ellis. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I'm glad to. Uh, Glad that you're still doing good and well. Uh, yes, getting better each and every day. Thank you, sir. All right. When we come back on the other side, we'll continue some of that conversation we were just having with Ellis. We'll talk about key matchups, uh, and we'll also look at what needs to happen for the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, in terms of Waddle's replacement. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Alabama 171 at Preacher Lee Road. This is about eight miles north of US 43 with lane blockage. No other problems, but if you see conditions, just give us a call. Townsend Nissan is blowing away the competition with selection, savings, and top dollar on your trade. Cash in today at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their time. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn. 
which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show. The great folks over at Overflow Express Wash. Looking forward to helping you keep your car clean inside and out. And they are currently located on Skyland Boulevard. But a second location coming your way off of McFarland Boulevard, uh, just uh, into Northport uh, before you get to start the, I call it the climb the hill to Chick-fil-A, right there on the right. So it'll be Overflow Express Wash, second location. They'll be there to serve you. So Andy Phillips and his team have created a great environment for you to do that. Go find out more about the prices and what they have to offer in the package package deals and the membership deals at overflowexpresswash.com. Let's bring in Lake Martin. Uh, John, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. And you? Hey, doing well. And I was just wondering, uh, man, I was watching at the beginning of the season, the Mississippi State uh, dismantling of LSU, and they had a running back. His name was Hill. He was a small-sized guy, and he was he looked to me to be about 65% of their offense. He hasn't played since. And um, I think the coach put out a, a thing that he's unavailable. I think he got suspended, and I didn't know if there was any news out about Hill and whether or not he was going to play against Alabama. Yeah, well, first of all, Colin Hill, you you talk about a <laughs> – yeah, he's, he's definitely a big part of their offense based on that. He still, I think, may be the – first or second uh, receiver uh, in terms of stats. He was injured. He's got the most receptions then, on the team. Wow. He still has the most. Yep, by three. Uh, yeah, so so definitely because he hasn't played very much. He's only played, I think, in two games. Uh, and he, he was injured, and then he was just, um, let me see, not available and now suspended. Uh, and, you know, Joe and I have some, some thoughts on that. Um, as far as he, he's concerned, um, by the way, he's not a, everybody thinks he's a small guy. I think it's because of the number eight. Uh, he's just under six feet tall, five eleven, uh, and weighs about two fifteen to two twenty. Uh, wow. he's just put together a lot like, uh, Saquon Barkley, who, uh, was coached by Alabama's running back coach at Penn state. And he put Colin Hill on that same, um, workout program that he had Saquon Barkley on. Uh, wow. And, of course, we've seen the benefit of Coach Banks being here with uh, Najee as well. So, anyway, back to Colin Hill. Uh, you, do you remember um, early on in the COVID um, quarantine and Coach the Pirate uh, made a uh, – uh, 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 insensitive, very insensitive post. Um, he was doing that as a joke where it showed a wife uh, knitting a noose uh, because she was at home with her husband and he was trying to communicate, hey, uh, that, that it's dangerous uh, to have these husbands all of a sudden quarantine at home with their wives, but he used the picture of a lady in a noose. Do you remember that, Lake Martin? No, I don't, but it sounds bad. <laughs> that's a that's an understatement. Well, uh, he did that um, when he. I mean, he it was early on, right at like I said, right at the beginning of the the quarantine, and so it kind of people forgot about it. Uh, but um, he then decided that. Uh, I mean, once he did that, several players had an issue yeah. with it, and, and one of those players, and we're pretty sure about it, uh, was pretty vocal about it actually. Uh, was, was heel, 
And I think he had a hard time uh, meshing. Joe and I, like I said, Joe and I talked about it. We think he had a hard time meshing with the coach. And then he got injured. Then there was some other type of thing. And I think he made the decision that he would opt out. And Curtis Lewis just said he he has opted out. Uh, but he definitely is not with the team and, and not going to be available the rest of the season uh, okay. at, at this point. You know, the thing we've seen is you can opt out and I guess opt back in. Uh, but um, I think he probably did enough last year from a rushing this ball standpoint. Uh, Joe, I mean, um, Lake Martin, uh, he had, um, I think, over 1,300 yards rushing last year. Uh, and and showed that he could lead, you know, the best conference in the country in rushing uh, and playing against these defenses. And then he came out this year and showed he had really good hands. And somebody probably got in his ear and said, hey, listen, you're not getting along with the coach. You've had some issues. Man, go ahead and train for the league. I think that's what he's doing. It probably, it probably is. That's a shame because, man, I sure enjoyed watching that cat play. He is he's he, to me he's a lot like uh I'm not saying he's as good as uh Barkley um but they have a very similar running style and what you see in him and Joe you can come in on this did you see how Alabama once they lost um um Waddle Waddle's going to make a lot of money in the NFL, but Waddle's injury probably just gave Najee Harris a raise. Yeah, that is a uh, – I hadn't thought of that, but they won't be splitting votes. And, uh, no, so, no, yeah. no. No, I'm talking about from what, – what did Najee Harris need – Joe, you can come in on this. What would you say Najee Harris needed to do to improve – Najee Harris was good enough to get drafted as a running back last year. Okay, right. he was going to be a second round draft pick last year, and if he duplicated last season, he was going to be a second rounder this year. There was to me, there was only a couple things he could do to improve and 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 get into that first round. Number one is show that he is a legit threat in the likes of uh, Kamara and 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 Barkley and all yeah. these other guys. Um, you know, even Josh Jacobs as a receiving running back and that he could block and pick up the blitzes. That's the two yes. things to me he could do. Well, showing off that he's receiving been doing is it. Big important. Go ahead. I was Go just going to say that showing off his receiving abilities is very important for the NFL. Yes, and so when when Waddle went down, what happened? Who Who looked like they were the the, the second option most of the time on Saturday. Running back. Najee. There you go. Yeah. And so I think Najee made a little bunny. Joe, you got any comments on that? I think you're spot on. I think it was showing a little receiving ability and uh, some top-end speed uh, will we'll make Najee some money th- th- this spring. Yeah. And I think that, that that his coach has shown the ability. Everybody – uh, when Saquon Barkley came out of high school, he was like 190 to 195 pound, slender built guy, and now he's known in making commercials based on his quads. I mean, just, <laughs> just, and and they they say that part of that was uh, coach coach's uh, workout regimen and how he trained him as running back. Then we saw uh, Colin Hill go from one year being a decent running back to all of a sudden a big time explosive running back. And then he, uh, from his freshman year to his sophomore year. And then of course we saw what he did last year in his junior year. And now we see Najee after being under it one year and then the next year getting better. And I'm going to tell you, we, we hadn't talked a lot about this, uh, like Martin John, and I'm gonna have to let you go. But to me, Brian Robinson looks like a different running back as well. He just not yeah. getting as many touches. He looks even more explosive uh, than he did, you know, last year and the year before. Uh, and so I, I think that he'll, back to your original question, I think he'll is opting out uh, for bigger, better things. Um, and it hurts Mississippi State once again. But I sure. think it started back with that insensitive post. And then I think it just kind of magnified as the season went along. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Have a good day. 
All right. Come back on the other side. We'll have our weekly catch up with Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries, executive director presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsville Nissan Traffic Center, we got a bad wreck on Lurley northbound. It's on the bridge just past University Boulevard with lane blockage delays and emergency crews on the scene. Another on Alabama 171 at Preacher Lee Road also with delays. Townsville Nissan is blowing away the competition with top dollar for your trade. Cash in today at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Good morning. Zeta is bearing down on the Louisiana coast with an expected landfall later today as a Category 1 hurricane. Meteorologists are warning residents across the south to take precautions. A tropical storm watch and flash flood watch are in effect for all of west central Alabama except for Pickens County. Governor Ivey has issued a state of emergency in advance of Zeta's landfall. She's urging residents to take the storm seriously as it will contain high winds, heavy rain, and possible tornadoes. Click Tuscaloosa Thread for local news. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Use this gospel for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show. And it's now time for our weekly catch up with... Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries uh, Executive Director, presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. Check out DentistTuscaloosa.com. That's Dentist with an S, DentistTuscaloosa.com. They will be glad to help you with all your dental needs, whether it be the children, the parents, uh, full family service there. That's Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. DentistTuscaloosa.com, creating a smile that'll last a lifetime. Let's toss it over to Scotty Hollins, who will help us to incorporate our faith into our boardroom, the classroom, or our chosen field of play. And, of course, we're highlighting uh, character issues through uh, the city school system. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Martin. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well, man, and glad to be back at it full speed. So, hey, uh, just so I make sure you have enough time, I'll toss it to you real quick uh, to tell us uh, which character we're highlighting this week in the city school systems and uh, which kids we want to highlight. Absolutely. We are highlighting the character quality of initiative. That definition is recognizing and doing what needs to be done. Martin, listen to this. Before I am asked to do it, Hey, initiative, man, I need to be teaching that at my house. <laughs> Just playing. Initiative, uh, recognizing and doing what needs to be done. That means making your bed up too now, Martin, uh, uh, before I am asked to do it. What a great character quality. Listen to these. Here are our chances of character for that character quality uh, for this week. It's Anaya, Ka- uh, Anaya Cabo from Northridge High School, Colin Murphy, again, from Northridge High School, and then from Northridge Middle, we got – Morgan McGuire and Riley Hilliker uh, from Bryan High School. We got Aaron Carnethan and Roger Clay. Um, and then from Eastwood Middle School, we have Jaden Jones and Trenton Coleman. From Central High School, we have Evan McNeil and LaJerica Reed. And finally, from West Lawn Middle School, we have Jalazasia Peoples and Marika Trone. And so we want to celebrate these kids. Um, each of these student-athletes within the Tuscaloosa City Schools who have shown the character quality and have become a champion of character in this specific area 
of initiative, which means they are recognizing and doing what needs to be done before they're asked to do it. So I, I want to talk about what the Bible, uh, briefly, what the Bible has to say about initiative. And again, I could, I, I, we could probably come up with 100 messages or more on initiative. Lots of initiative happening. But as I say, we could come up with 100. We, the best one by far, not even close to any of the others, is the, the initiative that God showed when he demonstrated his love for us. Romans 5, 8. Uh, tells us that God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Say it one more time. God demonstrates his love for us. He took the initiative. He says, God demonstrates his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Keep this in mind and, and really, really pay attention to what he's saying. He's saying, while we were at our worst, while we were yet sinners, Christ, I mean, God gave us his best. He allowed Jesus, he sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Like Jesus had to actually live a perfect life, and he did that. He died on the cross for our sins. He absolutely did that, and he rose on the third day so that all those who would place their faith in him would be forgiven for their sins, past, present, and future. Now, that's amazing initiative, uh, Martin, and I think if we understand that initiative, and if we've been impacted by that initiative, if we have given our lives to Christ, surrendered our lives to him, and we um, are believers, then I think we all know that the greatest gift that God could ever give us is himself. Himself. And so as a result, the greatest gift that we could ever give anybody is God as well. And so and really um, to, to introduce them to Jesus Christ, um, because he, he did live that perfect life. He did die on the cross for their sins. And he did raise on the third day. So I, I want to make sure that uh, as believers, we are taking that initiative uh, in the, as you say, in the boardroom, on the field of play, in the classroom, wherever we are, um, wh wh wherever our team is, it could be a board a team in the boardroom. That's our team. It could be a team uh, in football and volleyball. And, and we got some, um, some teams that are doing really well in the Tuscaloosa schools right now. And uh, the question is, are we taking the initiative to introduce them to the greatest gift that they could ever experience? That's Scotty Hollins. And not only can we introduce them to that, we need to do the exact same thing while they're yet in whatever they're in. Don't wait mm. to the moment or the situation you think is perfect because in the midst of their struggle may be when they're most ready to receive and that's when you need to be ready to take initiative. Thanks, Scotty. Tell the listeners real quick where they can find you. Absolutely. Hey, you guys can go to www.blueprintsuscalusa.com. You can leave me a message. Come straight to my email. All right. That's Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries Executive Director, presenting the Characters of Champion Initiative. Uh, is the character this week. Congratulations to all of those students from around the city schools. And hey, you take initiative today. And remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Roll tide and we'll catch you on the flip side. For the Martin Houston Show and the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team, Joe Gator, Martin Houston and Tide 100.9. We said see you on tomorrow. <laughs>